Do you know what today is? It's my anniversary. Hey, anniversary. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. My name is Red and you heard me correct. It's my anniversary, baby. It has been exactly one year since I started Uniquely Spoken. I'm going to delve more into that later on into the show, but come along on this ride and celebrate with me, why don't you? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come one, come all to this unique ball. Red people and honey buns alike. This is the place where we do nothing but let love unite. Hey, (laughs) y'all. If you missed it in the intro, my name is Red, and you're tuned into a new episode of Uniquely Spoken. Also, if you missed it in the intro, it is my anniversary, honey. Yes. <laughs> I, I am amazed. I'm grateful. I am thankful. All of the feelings that I will um, expound more on later on in Hey Honey. But first and foremost, I want to thank God and I want to thank y'all, all of the red people, all of the honey buns for tuning in and listening every week or every other week, just in case life takes over. And yeah, I miss <laughs> I miss a week or two of putting out episodes. But it is greatly, greatly appreciated. Please don't ever feel like I'm, I don't appreciate you listening, you tuning in, you sending me critiques, you sending me love and feedback. It is all appreciated. I love you. I love everything about this experience, good, bad, and ugly. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you and I appreciate you. And I want to put that out first and foremost. So, moving along, um, I want to send my condolences and prayers and positive energy and everything that I can to the family of Cupcake, um, who was a three-year-old little girl who was kidnapped in Mobile. Unfortunately, she was found dead, and I believe the case is still ongoing, being investigated, looked into, and everything like that. But unfortunately, that is a life that was lost uh, by someone who just stamped their ticket to hell. Um, I, I can't say I know how it feels to lose a child. I can't say I know how it feels to go through that experience. But what I can say is I'm sorry to the family. You are in my prayers. Also, the family of I believe his name was Micah um he's a gospel artist his daughter died um I believe she was just 15 y'all it's it's so many people and it used to be oh only the old you know older people died no it's not look at what's going on in this world right now kids are being taken from us babies are being taken from us and the only thing I can tell you is to hold hold your kids close, hold your loved ones close, check in on your family and friends, 
and look after each other and protect each other at all costs. Um, now moving on. Um, I just scrolling across this ghetto ass internet and I saw there's a possibility for Hocus Pocus 2, a sequel to the 90s Hocus Pocus. Now, honey, here's my thing. One, it's not going to be like a movie put out in theaters like it deserves to be if there was a sequel. Um, it's going to be on Disney's new streaming service, Disney Plus, I believe is the name of it. Bette Midler already said, I believe last year, year before last, that she would not be entertaining the thought of a sequel to um, Hocus Pocus. Bette Midler said, "Uh uh-uh. And it would be hard for them to do a sequel without her, which is true. Because that was the head, that was the head witch. She cast a spell on you and now you're hers. So yeah. And then um, I believe Sarah Jessica Parker said that she wouldn't be interested in it. But Disney Plus or Disney is hoping that they could talk all of the women. I believe, I forgot the the other sister's name. I believe it's uh, the actress's name is K- Katie, Kathy. It's something with a K. I know she was the lady from uh, Sister Act also. Uh, she was also in Sister Act. So, oh Lord, something that got my dogs riled up. Really? Is it the damn cat? Francis, go to bed. Um, sorry. If you've been here for a minute, you know about Francis and Frankie. Um, but yeah, Hocus Pocus 2. Disney is trying to make this happen. Disney, please don't do that. The the sisters burst in the dust at the end of the movie. Which, how you bring them back from that? No, please don't. Don't. Disney, please. No, I'm begging you from my pinky toenail. Don't do this. Please don't mess up my childhood. Y'all done already redid live action uh, to Kim Possible. That was, no, that was trash. Like, it was cute, but it was trash. Um, The live action to Lion King didn't work out like y'all thought it was. Uh... The soundtrack apparently was better than the movie. Movie, I don't know. I ain't see it to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> and don't come for my neck because I did not see it. I I was not interested even from the trailers. Uh uh-uh. uh. But yeah, Hocus Pocus two does not need to happen. I'm I'm sorry. I don't even want to see how you would attempt to make this happen. And Disney Plus, y'all really trying to come for me in my pockets trying or well somebody else's pockets that i can get the password from but y'all really trying because y'all want everybody to download this y'all putting y'all all all your good stuff on disney plus and i'm not here for it okay moving along so apparently there is a scary house the world's scariest house and to get into it you basically got to jump through hoops i believe i believe the house is in um massachusetts massachusetts i could be wrong i could be wrong 
But if you Google um, scariest house on earth, because it was trending for, or in the U.S., I believe, um, it was trending for a good two, three days. Now, to enter the house, the person just asked for a bag of dog food for his five dogs. Now, here's the kicker. To go through the house, you have to have proof of health insurance, be 21 and up. You can be 18, 18 to 20 with parents' permission. That's a damn shame. You still got to get your mama to sign a permission slip to go through a haunted house, honey. But um, what I say, proof of insurance, 21 and up. You have to go through a sports physical. You have to um, be checked out mentally and physically before you can go through this you have to come up with a safe word um what else the winner the winner gets twenty thousand dollars no one has ever made it through this house apparently this house has existed for years for or not years well yeah i think a couple years the person who basically built the house and made it up and all of that put i believe over a million dollars into the house and if you make it through, you get $20,000. I believe it takes seven hours to make it through the house, if I'm not mistaken. Basically, basically through this, you get blindfolded. Um, you get buried alive or something at some point. <sighs> Listen, I don't want to go through nothing that is going to kill me in preparation to go through the house. I got to get a sports physical? That means I got to run on this little treadmill thing? Uh, and get my heart rate up. Uh, it ain't that worth. It ain't worth it for the possibility of me making it through. I'm glad the only thing I gotta buy you is a bag of dog food. But at the same time, dog food is expensive. So I done paid between, depending on the size of dog food. You got five dogs, so you gonna need a big bag. I done spent between eleven, twelve, up to twenty something dollars on dog food. For me not to even make it through the first hour. Now there's a, ho- a hotel. You have to sign. You have to sign a forty-page waiver, as well. Bitch, I'm legally blind. My head, my eyes ain't gonna let me go through that. It's not gonna let me make it. My eyes ain't gonna let me be great. It's not. So now I gotta stress myself out with squinting. To make it through this 40-page waiver, go through this physical, go through a mental evaluation, um, proof of insurance, create a safe word. Sir, it ain't worth it. Like, $20,000 would be nice in my bank account, but it ain't worth it. Not to be blindfolded. I'm the type of person, I can't walk through uh, haunted houses here that's like $5 to get into because I swing first and ask questions later. I have never been through a haunted house. Once again, why? Because I swing first and ask questions later. I had a friend that was in high school that worked like the seasonal, you know, worked season, uh, seasonally. It's not a word, Schmidt. Look, it's late. I'm tired trying to record this. <laughs> but they worked, you know, the Halloween season. And they told me and a couple other of my friends that when they saw people from the school that they knew, they worked at one of the haunted trails that they do during Halloween. They told us that when they saw someone that they knew that 
they called the person's name and that they would tell the other people working there who, you know, basically we were and they would follow us like more than usual throughout the maze. And they they're not supposed to touch you, I believe. They can kind of tap you a little bit, but these mofos grab you if they know you. Uh uh-uh, uh, homie don't play that. Mm-mm, not at all. Because once again, she swings first and asks questions later. Somebody got to live to tell the story. So apparently, this haunted house, to end your tour or whatever, you have to look into a camera and say, You really don't want to come here. And also, before you go, you have to watch like this two hour video about, um, Jesus, about basically people that went through it beforehand and it's like a two-hour compilation video of you don't want to come here i think he calls it uh and then there were none yeah it ain't worth it sir i don't want to go through that so moving along have y'all seen this uh (laughs) it's not funny but have y'all seen this story about the manager at mcdonald's throwing a blender at a customer yes you heard me correctly she threw a blender so apparently this woman um named Brittany price went got her kids some happy meals went through the drive-thru and everything well the orders were wrong she went inside and waited 30 minutes for an employee ma'am that was your first mistake because you mess up my order, order, I'm at the counter. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hey, this is wrong. All right? But moving along. So after waiting 30 minutes, she was frustrated and pissed off. She begins throwing bags of food at the manager. The manager whose name, Nush. <laughs> this manager got a very interesting name i'm not gonna say a hood name but a very interesting name nashawanda n-a-s-h-a-w-a-n-d-a i believe that's her name nashawanda johnson bitch you sound like you would throw a blender (laughs) that i'm sorry i'm sorry that was not nice so she um price begins to throw food and her and the manager going back and forth out of nowhere boom (laughs) you got a blender in your face it's not funny i promise you i'm so sorry it's not funny but ma'am like i said you waited 30 minutes then you got frustrated quick side note where's your kids during this 30 minutes are they playing in the playhouse thing that mcdonald's has do they say not all of the mcdonald's have that i don't know i'm sorry I ain't got young kids no more that need to play in the playhouse. So, she throws the uh, blender. And now, (laughs) because you decided to wait 30 minutes and (laughs) get, um, I'm sorry, somebody's walking past this car and it's too late at night. But, because you decided to wait 30 minutes and get frustrated, you begin to throw food. I don't know what you was expecting. I don't know what. I don't know the reaction you thought you was going to get. This is not Chick-fil-A. They're not going to say, oh, we're so sorry. It's my pleasure to help you. Having the attitude is part of the requirements of being hired at McDonald's. 
don't know what you thought this was. So now you ended up, the woman has a shattered cheekbone, I believe, or a fractured cheekbone and a broke nose. I know her, something about her cheek is broke. Um, so, man, was the happy man worth it? Did you ever get your food? That's the question. And apparently, uh, Miss Johnson worked there for 10 years. She was a manager, and now she has been fired. Which, yeah, ma'am, they wasn't going to let you keep your job after that. Uh, So, the moral of the story is, stay away from McDonald's. Stay away, stay away from the blenders. Stay away from people named the Shawanda Johnson. Stay away from them. We're back in this anniversary episode, and <laughs> I don't, I don't know why I said that. I'm just hype about it being my anniversary, yo. I really am. I, I, this not hey honey, but I, you know, let me feel, let me be excited for me right now. Okay. Just deal with it. You can fast forward if you want to. You better not fast forward. Do not fast forward. Okay. But you know, you can fast forward if you want to. It's your, it's your rights. Once again, do not fast forward. I repeat, do not fast forward. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know where that was going, but like I said, I'm, I'm excited about the anniversary episode. I had other things planned and I thought I was going to have be able to get some people on, but um, we was a little bit too lit for that. So <laughs> it didn't happen, but we reached unique thoughts and I have a question. I came across it online and I'm going to ask you all and you all send me your feedback. So my question is, can single people and married people be friends? Now, here's what I mean. Um, I follow this person on YouTube, not YouTube, on Instagram. And she recently got married this year. And she has a friend who was also married. And she asked, you know, her married friend, do you think it's okay or it's possible that you as a married woman can hang out with your single friends and they both you know felt like yeah it was possible basically because um if you let the person know like uh they both said well if you let me know that I can't bring my husband like hey it's a girl's you know it's a girl's night type thing then okay cool I got it I know not to bring them but if you don't if that basically is not established from jump street then they're bringing their significant other now if it's like a couple's date or a couple's thing or something involving um something involving you know hanging out and everybody has a partner and they don't then it can be awkward which is true so I believe that you can. Um, my best friend, one of my best friends is actually married and she has a family. Shout out to Tink Tink. Um, she has a family, um, a son and a daughter and a husband. And the daughter's my goddaughter. Hey, Harper. Um, <laughs> hey, Wesley. 
I can't shout out one without shouting out the other because they both so cute and I love them so much. <laughs> but I believe you can. It depends on your relationship with that person, like your friendship with that person. And also, if you kind of have a friendship or something established with the person's significant other. Now, my friend that's married, she, you know, they've been together since college. And we we all met in college. So getting to know her, I kind of got to know her husband. And, you know, we don't know each other in depth, true enough, me and Tink do. But me and Satan don't. Don't ask why I call him Satan. Just because I do doesn't mean I don't like him, all right? We have a very weird only a relationship that we understand like a friendship that we understand okay but (laughs) when he hears this he's gonna know (laughs) I'm, i'm gonna get a message but if you have some type of i don't i don't want to keep saying relationship because some of y'all take that the wrong way like oh what you doing no but if you build some type of connection with your friend's significant other then I feel like it's not as awkward it's not like oh okay so all right I'm gonna head out Spongebob type situation it's y'all all can be in the same you know in the same vicinity and nobody feels left out of the equation like um we all went to homecoming together and Satan said, hey, I'll let it be a girl's trip. He stayed behind with the kids, which shout out to you, Satan. You the bomb.com. I don't give you many compliments, so please don't get used to this. But <laughs> you the bomb.com because he wanted his wife to have a good time with her friends and let it be a girl's trip. But we have, like I said, this we have a connection to the point where, hey, it doesn't feel awkward if I'm the third wheel. And I believe it takes the role of you have to be able to voice to your friend like, hey, so I kind of feel left out (laughs) and I probably shouldn't be here right now. So I'm going to head out. But it also kind of depends or not kind of. It also takes your friend to make you feel comfortable enough around you know when the husband is around or the wife is around whoever whoever is you need open communication first and foremost and you need to be able to be uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it because everyone's situation isn't my situation I think the most awkward I ever felt was the first time we went to homecoming and you know they were all lovey-dovey and walking around seeing their friends and I could have went with them but I felt like yo should probably let you know let them be them let them do that and I sat and chilled later on that night we went out and (laughs) I remember she was still in college and she still had uh her college uh apartment so her and, a, and Satan were in the room, and the bathroom was in her room. I slept on the couch. 
I remember the night before, I was like, look, don't forget I'm out here just in case I got to go to the bathroom. By the grace of God, I didn't have to go to the bathroom till the next morning. I was like, look, don't lock the door. I get up the next morning, in a rush, got to pee, doors locked. I don't know none of her roommates like that. But I'm on the verge of banging on somebody though to just please, Mr. Please, please let me in. Please, I got to pee. And <laughs> I think that's the most awkward I felt where it was like, oh, God, you forgot about me. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> but now, like, I can share that story and we laugh about it. So can single people and uh, married people be friends? Yeah, I believe so. As long as the single person not doing anything shady and you voice your opinion saying, hey, this, you know, I kind of feel left out. And you aware of the situation, like you aware of your surroundings. If you give forewarning, hey, this is a girl's night, leave your man at home or leave your significant other at home, cool. And if you know going in, like it's kind of a partner type situation and you still choose to go instead of being like, you know what, I'm going to sit this one out kind of setting yourself up for that but talk with your friend and also build some type of connection with their partner to where you don't feel awkward in any type of situation because I don't feel awkward now because like I said me and Satan have a very unique connection and we we can go back and forth for a good little minute we can be nice for so long and then it it goes back to all right this feels weird he calls me demon i call him satan hey it works for us <laughs> like i said i love my tink tink love my love my my god family or yeah my god family i don't know y'all we all family we all family we are family hey hey hey, hey, hey. <laughs> it's late it's time to go. Let's jump in the hey, honey. Hey, honeys. So, as I've been saying all episode, it is my anniversary on this day. Well, depending on when I release this. <laughs> either it's going to be the day before or the day after or on the actual date then again it's probably going to be the day before or the day after but on october 26 let me say that on october 26 2018 i released my first episode of uniquely spoken and it's been a journey (laughs) from last year to this year i will say that (laughs) As I said before, I enjoy the journey. There are parts where um, I did not. There are parts where I was frustrated. There are parts where, look, I really don't got nothing to say. Like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm blocked. You know, I do stuff off the fly. I don't script anything. I probably should because then I wouldn't ramble. But... I don't, you know, I I do everything off the cuff. So 
it's worked for me and it has worked against me but for this hey honey i want to say shanita i am proud of you i am proud of you despite the ugly moments despite the moments of this isn't good enough you made it to a year you were mostly consistent (laughs) for a year yeah there's points where listen (laughs) you probably could have done better you didn't put your best foot forward but that's not what we're going to focus on that was my quick message to myself this is my message to you look at your life now be proud of where you are now and if you think that there's nothing that you can be proud of say to yourself i'm proud that i made it to this point from where i was last week yesterday from where I was hell an hour ago I'm proud that my mood changed I'm proud that I was able to shake you know shake back from being in a bad mood being upset letting somebody piss me off I'm I'm proud of myself that I'm not in the same circumstance I'm not in the same position I'm not in the same predicament that I was last year because whether you realize it or not Even if you feel like you're not where you're supposed to be, you're not in the same situation that you were last year, that you were last week, that you were yesterday. In some sense, you have grown. Be proud. Be proud of the little things. Yo, I made it through this week at work. I made it from one paycheck to another paycheck without cussing my boss out, without cussing the folks at work out, without losing my job because of a b c or d i'm proud of the parent that i am yeah i'm not perfect i didn't i didn't get everything right i'm trying to help my child with their homework but they got common core math and i'm ready to whoop his teacher ass and my child's ass and they don't that's not what they deserve be proud be be so very proud of what you've done and what you've accomplished because you did it be proud of yourself as a parent be proud of yourself as a woman as a man as a non-binary identifying person (laughs) be proud that in some sense you are better today than you were last year than you were last week than you were yesterday last month whatever you want to say find something to be proud of yourself about don't not not comparing yourself to somebody else and you proud for like a split second well you're like yeah i'm happy about it but so-and-so is doing better than me i got you know somebody that started their podcast after me and that has surpassed me and getting listens in establishing their brand in establishing like social media pages for their podcast being consistent with being on top of news uh entertainment on top of politics 
on top of different content for their platform for their podcast they have surpassed me and in the beginning i was like dang i need to do this i gotta get this done to be like this person and they you know get their stuff done i need to be more established but at the same time i'm inspired by this person because yo they they popping and i reached out to them like hey if you need anything let me know and they said the same to me like hey cool i really appreciate it because i don't know what i'm doing and i can honestly say like i like i said i'm inspired by this person i feel honored to know them and watch them on their journey and listen to their podcast and um the person i'm talking about or the podcast i'm talking about is actually one that i told y'all about before called the bathroom chronicles yo his stuff is so established and i'm so inspired by him um as i said before check him out it's the t-h-e-e bathroom chronicles everything else is spelled the same but you can't compare yourself to somebody else because comparison is genuinely the thief of joy it takes the joy out of you doing and accomplishing what you're doing and what you got going on i'm proud of myself because honestly when i first started it took several people to say shanita you should start a podcast you should start a podcast hey have you ever thought about starting a podcast it took my friend legit putting me on a time clock hey i give you two weeks to get this done i co-hosted an episode with patrick coder i always mess up his name we're used to this um and check out his podcast reckless po- uh reckless reckless podcast <laughs> reckless digest listen he started his way before me and i'm so proud that's my bestie that i'm so proud of him even when he, we inbox each other and was like look this wasn't it like this episode is more than likely trash but something had to get put out and it'd be way better than what we expected it <laughs> than what we thought of um than what we thought of it being you know telling each other about our podcast but he put me on a two-week time clock like hey if you don't get this done i believe he said he was going to bring it to my mom's attention or he was going to put me on blast some type of way but he was like i get he was like it don't matter if it's basically shit you need to start you got a whole degree in this you need to start you need to do it and i did it was i proud of my first episode yes and no <laughs> am i proud of the episodes that i'm putting out now yes and no because <laughs> i go through we can be our own worst enemy i'll be like i can get a bunch of good feedback hey this was funny cool thank you i appreciate it but then in my head i'm going well that's not originally what i wanted to say this joke didn't hit i like i could have thought of something funnier i'll pick apart 
the episode when I just got a compliment on it. So I, I'm not doing that this time. I, I can't continue to pick apart. Is there parts where I can improve? Absolutely. Will I get better? I will do my best. Will I put out content more consistently? I will do my best. <laughs> I will do my best to be better next year than I was this year. Um, I will grow and continue to do my best. Opening up on here about things that I haven't even opened up to some family members about. It was tough. It was unexpected. To a certain degree. I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. I knew I wanted to be relatable. I knew I wanted to be transparent. But I didn't really expect to be as transparent as I was. Especially about my mental state. About my suicide attempts about being sexually abused about you know just different topics and there were moments where I had to take a deep breath after recording it was moments where I cried after recording it was moments where I had to kind of just decompress and sit for a good little while it was moments where I recorded a full show recorded a full episode the day I was going to release it, deleted the entire episode and started from scratch. And ended up either sometimes it still got put out when I wanted to put it out or it took an extra day. And I beat myself up over it. But I made it to a year. I made it here. Celebrate your small victories. Whatever you think you need to celebrate. There other people will be like, well, I mean, that's not really, you don't really need to say, no, no, this is about me right now. I don't take a lot of opportunities where I say this is about me, but I did it with the help of the Lord, with encouragement from my friends. I, when I started this, I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> like I didn't tell my mom, I didn't tell my sisters, I didn't, or sister, well, yeah, I got more than one sister, I, I should probably start opening up more about that, but I didn't tell anybody, I told Raven, who is my bestie, I told Patrick, who is the one who put me on the time clock, and I told Tink, who is my other bestie, those are the people that knew about it, and maybe whoever they listened to it, but that was it. I was so scared of judgment of, okay, people see me as one way, but now they're not going to see me that way anymore. And at this point, you know, I'm still kind of nervous, but look, we out here now and we're streaming on several different platforms, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, breaker, uh, 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 radio head. Um, think, bleaker <laughs> something like that but it's like six seven different um streaming platforms that i'm on now do i still get a bunch of listens n- n- no not necessarily but i'm putting out stuff that more so i believe in and i'm proud that i made it to this point so shanita pat yourself on the back clap for yourself twerk in the mirror a little bit do whatever you need to do to celebrate you honey because we're here 
I love y'all. Thank you so much again for helping me get to this point. And I can't wait to see what God has in store for us later on down the line. Will this be a a nationally syndicated show? Yeah. I speak that right now. I will have my own show that you can tune into every day. Not just every week, but every day. Lord Jesus, prepare me for my next level because that's going to take a lot. (laughs) But I'm ready for it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me and caring enough about me to listen. Through all of the rambling, through all of the extraness, through the tears, through everything, you chose to tune in to me and support me, and I greatly appreciate it. I love you, honey buns. I love you, red people. Let's get it. Well, we reached the end of the show. Um, I've I've had my proud clap for myself, pat on my back moment. Had my little celebratory twerk. I'm probably going to continue that after this recording stops. Um, after this episode is out. Just, I might have a little drink. Might have a little ship ship. Uh, might, might, I don't know. I gotta figure out how I'm going to really celebrate this. IDK, y'all send me some suggestions on how I can celebrate. Um, what was I going? Oh, send me your suggestions of how to celebrate. Send uh, send them to uniquely underscore spoken underscore words. Um, follow me there. Get updates on the podcast. I'm I've been saying the last few episodes that I'm going to get. A page started for this podcast and i need to genuinely need to and i'm going to it's going like we're focusing on moving forward and getting better so now we're gonna make some promises well let me let me not lie we're going to make some affirmations that will help us through the next year I will get better. I will push forward. I will continue to grow and do my very best. There we go. That's how we're going to do this. That's how we're going to play this thing. So, yeah. (laughs) For those who don't know, we have reached Unique Speaks. And Unique Speaks, I give you a poem because I'm a poet and I thought you should know it. Or you get a quote. And y'all don't come for my neck when you get a quote okay i told you i've been working on something i've been working on something but hey this time you get a poem (laughs) or you get part of a poem because it's actually one i started writing i legit was asleep and i woke up you know one morning and words were just kind of coming at me fast and i typed them up on my phone and then I left it alone. I never did anything with it. So now looking back at it, I want to build on it, build around it, and share it with you all. But I'm going to give you this, this little excerpt. And you never know. Like I said, I'll come, come back to you 
when it's all done. But with this being the anniversary episode, I couldn't just give you anything. I couldn't just give you a quote. So, I'm going to give you an excerpt of a future poem. So, here we go. Excuse me. Living my life in my head as I imagined it would be in a movie. Only through someone else's lens. Wanting the director to yell cut at every bad part and reset to replay the good scenes again. I sit back and listen as the music builds for the climax of this highly anticipated drama known as my life. But when the credits roll and the story has been told, what is left for the critics to say? Nothing. Because nothing really because the biggest critic who stole the show is now also in the grave so give her her flowers at intermission where she can smell them and be in the position to make the decision to make a sequel to the original masterpiece yeah yeah um let me know how you feel about that um if i should continue to build on it and show share it with everybody which i probably will um but let me know i hope you know that you are a masterpiece and thank you again for celebrating with me for encouraging me for your thoughts your love your prayers <laughs> it's all appreciated it's all I can't really put into words I want to hug you all I want to give hugs I want to give love I can't give you money please don't ask for that but um yeah we did it we hit a year and I say we because this is a collaborative effort it's not just me because I'm not listening to me you all are and you're sending me feedback hey i like this i didn't really like this this wasn't my favorite episode but we did it shanita i'm proud of you you didn't quit you missed some weeks (laughs) you missed some weeks of uploading but you didn't quit red people honey buns i'm proud of you you're making strides in your own lives and you're choosing to bring me along with you in all of my foolishness and extraness. <laughs> so I hope I said something on this episode that makes you love, that makes you think, that makes you feel, that makes you happy. Hopefully I didn't make you sad this episode. If I did, I apologize. Let your spirit cry. Cleanse. Deep breath. In, out. Woosa. <laughs> but as always, Red people, I love you. If you want to know why I call you red people, it's because my name is Red and you all are my people. Honey buns, I still got to get y'all a tagline. I promise you, it's coming. It's coming. All right? It's coming. But until next time on, I guess you would say season two of Uniquely Spoken. Until next time. L-O-V-E is all we need. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.